I'm Anna Merrick, and you're listening to Made For This. Anna Merrick is a five-star USDF medalist and dressage trainer based in Ocala, Florida. With more than 20 years of experience riding and training top dressage horses, Anna is devoted to helping horses and riders achieve their highest potential. In today's episode, we talked with Anna at her barn, surrounded by her beloved horses. She shares how she got her start, the horses that have put her on the map, and how she balances life as a busy mom of two, as well as being a Grand Prix rider. Thanks for joining us today, Anna. We're here to learn a little bit about you, about your business, what got you into horses, what landed you here in Florida and led you up to being a gold medalist. Yeah. <laughs> Give us the whole story. Thank you. How'd you get into horses? Okay, so I got into horses because my mom rode when she was young. Actually, when she was in high school, she had horses. She was, she was a jumper and she worked at the barn so that she could buy her horse and she did stalls so that she could pay for her horse's board and lessons and then she stopped when she went to college and had kids and everything and then when I started showing some interest we took riding lessons together so we actually went back to the same barn where she rode because the guy was like a horse dealer and did like kids lessons and you know just was like a place to go ride and have group lessons and stuff like that so mom and I took lessons together and so you started out in a jumper barn then, I guess. Yeah. And I mean, it was just like, you know, I think it was when I was seven, I started taking riding lessons with mom and then they put me on a horse that was too much horse for me Mm -hmm. and I fell off and I got scared. And, and it was so funny because my parents, they handled it great. My dad was like, you are not taking her back to the barn until she says she wants to go. Okay. Well, that works. How, so how long I, was that? It was a while. Really? Yeah. It was actually. I'd, I'd have to ask my mom, but I believe it was over a year. Oh my goodness. And the and the reason was because I was at school and I made a new friend, and she said that she had a horse, and I got all <laughs> excited, and she invited me out to to see her horse. Uh-huh. And so then I started riding again. I started riding again with her, and my parents leased a horse for me there so that I could ride with her. Was it at the same place? No, okay. it was at a different place. Uh-huh. And we we weren't like. It was nothing serious. It was just, it was just like two kids kind of goofing around on horses. We'd jump sometimes, mm-hmm. we'd ride bareback and just stuff like that. And I wanted this horse so bad. It was a, it was a 14 three quarter horse and it was like 15 years old. And my, my mom was like, for the first horse, like yeah. she's so tall, she's going to be out, like she's going to outgrow this horse in a year. So she, she was like, okay, let's try to find a different horse. So then my very first horse came into the barn and he was taller and my parents ended up buying that horse for me. I think I was around 11 then. And was that still in jumping background or where did well, you go from he, starting a jumping We, we did, massage? like, we messed around with jumping and stuff. Okay. And I thought I wanted to jump because all my friends did. But my horse, my first horse, he hated to jump and he'd stop all the time and I'd fall off. <laughs> so I just got really scared of yeah. jumping. And yeah. so, like, the more scared I was, the more he'd stop or turn and I'd fall mm-hmm. off. <laughs> and so then I went to a schooling show and I won. I won the dressage part of it and, and failed, like something happened in the jumping and one of my friends was just like why do you want to jump when you can just be so good at this yeah why torture yourself yeah yeah and i was like well it's way more fun to win blue ribbons than (laughs) (laughs) 
So like that was my little kid thought in it. So like that's that's how I got into dressage. So I just kept going that way. Well, it sounds like it's been working out for you. Have you have you tried jumping again since? Well, then? I have, but either on my nice dressage horses where I can do it slowly. Yes. Or I, you know, I have a, a student that has a five star eventer, and she's forced me to jump him. Oh my goodness. And uh, that that was that was fine. I still wasn't happy about it, but yeah. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't send you out like doing her cross country. No, 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 no. Right? She, she sent me on uh, just a grid. Okay. And she said, just point to the, you know, to the little X and then he will do the rest. And she's like, on. and she goes, now we're going to go cross country schooling. And I was like, never, <laughs> never. <laughs> so this was up, you're from Michigan, right? I'm from Michigan. We're yeah. out in Michigan. Uh, West Bloomfield, just outside of Detroit. Okay. And when did you, how, what led you to Florida? Horses? So yes, uh, horses. So I was in college. I was at Michigan state. And my dad and my mom were so great about having us have a great education that we could go to any college we wanted to. And it was like college, 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 college. And then like halfway through college, I was like, well, I just had no idea what I was going to do for the rest of my life other than horses. I was like, so I was just like, this is pointless. Why am I here? Did you finish? No, no. (laughs) And it was so sad for my dad now looking back on it because I kind of understand having two kids, Uh how scary that probably was for him. And, uh, but no, I, I got a riding job in Florida and I moved, I moved down here. How old were you when you moved to Florida? It was in 2010. So I, how, how old was I in 2010? <laughs> how old are you now? Minus 12. I'm, I'm 32. So 20. Yeah. Yeah. So I was 20. 20. <laughs> It's a good time to move. So did you move? <laughs> where Where did you move to in Florida? Here. Here. Ocala. Ocala. Yep. yep. Have you always been in Ocala? Or did you yeah, do the whole no, Wellington? I've always been in Ocala. Uh, I've just gone to Wellington for shows. So okay. like the entire time I've come down here, I've gone to Wellington for shows, but I've always lived here. It's not quite as hot and humid here. And expensive. And, ex- and expensive. <laughs> so you get a little bit more space when you're yeah. in Ocala. Yeah. So and I came down for a riding job, did that for about three years, and then kind of branched off on my own. And so through your career, has there been a certain person, a mentor who's really helped push you in your business and and developing you as a writer? Yes, definitely. My coach, uh, Ann Gribbins. So she, when I first moved down here, I, um, there is a a woman that helps kind of sponsor in different ways, young riders. Mm -hmm. And she, uh, hooked up with me and the way that she sponsors, she does it differently for each person, but the way that she sponsored me was she said, I will give you a lesson with Anne once a month. Like I'll pay for you to have a lesson with Anne once a month. So I did that with my horse that I brought down here, Unico. That was my first Grand Prix horse. And then like over the time, I just kept working with her over the years. So I think that I've worked with her for, I mean, at least 11 years. It wasn't long after I moved down here that I had my first lesson with her. That's really special. Who was your first horse that like left a mark on you? Well, that was definitely Unico. The one that I brought down here that I started Mm -hmm. having lessons with Anne. He was like my first of everything. He was the first horse I showed pre-St. George. He got all of my medals for me. He was the first horse that I showed I-1, I-2, and Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. And he was the first horse that I ever like rode in a Wellington CDI that I ever won one on. He won two regional championships at Grand Prix and a nationals at Grand Prix. I brought him along since he was five because his owner was scared of him. Mm-hmm. He was too much horse for her and I was as stubborn as he was and I didn't really know what I was doing, but he was talented and I took lessons and so I trained him up. That's exciting. Where is he now? He is 22 years old and he yeah. is still being ridden. That's, that's he was awesome. shown, Maybe, no, he's 21 years old 
and he just showed Grand Prix a couple of months ago. That's really cool. Yeah, he's awesome. he is a tough he's son a of a gun. Horse. Yes, yes. <laughs> he's still stubborn to this oh, day. Oh yes, huh? oh yes. Besides Unico, horses that you might have now in the barn who might be your, well, your so special one. After Unico, the next the next, next. Be, uh, big one was Declare, which okay. I made the Nations Cup on. Okay. Um, so same thing. I, I rode her from a young horse on mm-hmm. um, for her owner Diane Morrison, and uh, they they bought her from the from Belinda Nair and the woman that I worked for at the time back mm-hmm. then as a three year old. So like I've known her since baby. yeah I've known her since she was a baby. Diane sent her back for training and ended up showing her in the CDIs in Wellington Grand Prix and mm-hmm. she won a, a regional championship at Grand Prix and then we made the Nations Cup team in 2019. So that was not not long ago. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know where she is now? Yeah, so she's uh, now rid- being ridden by Diane's daughter. Oh, super. Yeah. That's really cool. When you get to still see them going Doing and su- something for being someone successful. Else. Yeah. It's yeah. special. And teaching somebody else. Yeah. Same with Unico. Like, he went on and he got uh, Amber her gold medal. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, t- and I, th- I think he was the first horse she also showed I won, I two, and, and Grand Prix. With many accomplishments to her name, Anna also coaches other dressage riders, even more than participating in competition. Anna loves the process of training horses and sharing her knowledge with riders to help them succeed. train horse you've got a lot of riders that you train as well yes what is to you what's more satisfying bringing this horse along bring a horse and rider along bring a rider along you know it's only been just recently that i've had so many students Mm -hmm. and so many upper level students most of the time coming along the last few years like i've i've loved i love riding and training Mm -hmm. i love riding and training more than i like showing Mm-hmm. You know, I like to show it. It's obviously always fun to get a great score and to win, but I love training the my horse. The process horses. of training yeah. the horse. And it's so funny because my husband will be like, you need to find a hobby. Like, you're so busy and you're, <laughs> you know, you're stressed out and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, but when I come home, so my horses live at home mm-hmm. and I go to a different barn to work. And when I come home, like, I'm always excited to ride Holiday and Snoopy and Donnie. Like, that's that's yeah. my hobby, and I want to do it on a Sunday, and I want to do it on a day off, and I want to do it on a holiday. And yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's like psychology. Of course, you're trying to yeah, figure it out. exactly. It's always- so to answer your question about the students, it's only just recently that I've had some upper-level students that it's like, it's very fun for me to help them train their horse and to go and see them do well and how mm-hmm. happy they are. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's very fun. Yeah. And you've had, uh, Nikki and lamb. Yep. He's had some recent success. Yep. And- Nikki and lamb. She's on the nation's cup team this year. And, um, she came to me when the horse was about pre St. George. Okay. And so that's been amazing to see her come along. She was my first student that I've trained along to get into Grand Prix. Okay. And then Cynthia was next. It's yeah. How long have you been helping Nikki? At least four years. Four years. How, yeah. How, how old is Nikki? Nikki 20? is young. She's 22 or 23. Okay. She's very young. She's got a lot of energy. Oh, she does. <laughs> oh, yeah. She works her butt off and she is a good little rider. She's, she's great. That's got to be fun. Just yeah. Pride seeing those young kids. Yes. That you've helped develop. Yeah. And like, and mature and start to teach lessons themselves uh-huh. and start to train horses themselves. It's, it's really great. That's awesome. Tell us a little bit about Snoopy and Holiday and um, Felicerana. Felicerana. Yeah, Did I yeah, say yeah. that correctly? Yeah. Uh, it's hard to say. Felicerana. Okay. It's oh, hard Felicerana. for me to say, too. 
I, let's call her Belly. Belly, her that Belly. works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Belly. Um, okay, so Snoopy, Michelle wanted me to tell you the story of Snoopy. So mm-hmm. Snoopy was imported as a five-year-old to a barn in Wellington, ended up getting sold to an amateur lady, and long story short, he ended up having some behavioral issues and got sent up to Frank Barnett, who has started all of my horses mm-hmm. pretty much since I've been down here. And obviously he wasn't a young horse. He was there for behavioral issues. And so Frank thought, didn't think the horse should go back to Wellington, and he told the owners to, to give me a call. And so they called me. I never met him, mm-hmm. and they just asked if I would take Snoopy in training. And so then I said, yeah, and took him. He was, like, after he came from Frank's, he wasn't naughty, but as I was riding him, I could uncover why, what he was scared of, and somebody had scared him with pushing yeah. him along, mm-hmm. you know? So I had him for a while. The owner said they wanted to sell him. I loved him. I thought he was so sweet, and I said, if you're looking for an amateur horse, this is the horse, and I, there was some sort of bad history that they, they just they wanted to sell him. And so then they said to me, they were like, well, would you be interested in buying him? Mm-hmm. And I said, I can't afford a horse like this. And they were like, well, let's work something out. So we ended up working something out, and he became my horse, and then I took him up to Grand Prix. And it's so funny because he does not look like your typical great Grand Prix horse. Does the name Snoopy fit him? Yes, very much, <laughs> very much. And I showed him to my coach, Anne, for the first time, and she looked at him, and she looked at his confirmation, and she was like, what, what are you thinking? And I said, I'm going to prove you wrong. Yeah. This is a great horse. You just watch. And now he's one of her favorite horses. It's funny. Now, is, is Snoopy how we kind of... Holiday. Was it yeah. Snoopy or Holiday? Um, right. uh, no, it was Holiday. Okay. Yeah. Holiday was the reason that I switched to Holiday. Okay. So I'd had, he's 10 now, and I had him since he was four. I traded actually my Grand Prix horse Unico for him hmm. uh, when he was young. And then throughout the years that I'd had him, I, he has always rubbed his hair off. And I've looked into everything, deworming, blah, blah, blah. And my vet was like, the allergy tests are useless. Mm-hmm. Didn't, you know, didn't want to do it. So we just kept trying things. And could could not figure out what the heck. I had switched feed, but then I was complaining. Michelin came for a lesson, and I was complaining again about Holiday. And she just said, she's like, can I just switch his feed? Can I just try something? And I was like, I'll do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so so she switched him to the Pure and Simple um, mm-hmm. to take him off of soy. Mm-hmm. And, um, and his freaking hair grew back. That's funny. Yeah, and he was so bad itchy that he would have to be in the stall in a fly sheet or he'd rub his tail off. Poor guy. Like, he, li- he lived in a fly sheet. And, and now? Otherwise, he'd have no dock of his tail. And now he can go out without a fly sheet. You know, he sometimes itches yeah. randomly, but, I mean, he has, he has his hair. Yeah. yeah. It, but it was like... To me, it was just a miracle. Yes. <laughs> That's what we like to hear. Yeah. And then, and then it was history from there. Yeah, exactly. And then I, so I liked the feed so much, and I loved having Michelin be able to come look mm-hmm. at my horses. Mm-hmm. And, and I kind of tell her a little bit about them, and I have somebody that I trust that I know that can come and look at them and help me because I don't pretend to know about nutrition, so I want to trust somebody that does, mm-hmm. you know. When it comes to training horses, you got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. But help me with the food. Help me with the vet. You know, and all yeah. of that stuff. I want to just have my people that I trust. And it's so funny because other feed companies, any any of the reps or anything that I tell that I feed hallway, everybody is like, oh, that's a really good feed. So it kind of just stops there. Yeah, like, they, like know, they know they're not going to switch me. <laughs> and now what is hol- holiday What's his story? You brought him up. And yep. So he, so he also, it's so funny because he is the laziest 
like calmest horse in the world. Uh-huh. But it's it is why it's so funny that Michelin has fallen off of him because like. <laughs> So I got him. It's funny. I'll tell you the story. Don't worry. Um, so I got him when he was four, and he's so lazy. But, like, his owner, his old owner had fallen off of him. And, like, he came to me because he... Well, like, even the best young horses can be naughty. Yes. They all try every, something. Every right. horse They all naughty. try yeah. it, and it's just how you how you deal with it, whether it's going to go that way or that way. Yeah. So he comes to me, and, like, the guy that I was working for, like, maybe we should send him a Frank. You know, I don't want you to get hurt, blah, blah, blah. And I rode him in the round pen, and I'm like, there's nothing wrong with this horse. He just yeah. needs to kick forward. And then, and then it got to the point where, like... We realized how nice he was, and I, I said to the guy, I go, do you, I said, he'd been pushing me to sell Unico, because mm-hmm. he was like, you don't have all the money in the world, if you want to keep doing this yeah. at a high level, you need you need to sell him while he's worth a lot of money, yeah. so that he can help you to the next and stage. build your business. So I said to him, I go, well, what do you think about me trading him for Holiday? And he said... He like he, he loved Holiday as well, and he was like, I think that if we were looking at Holiday, we wouldn't be able to afford him. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay. So we did the deal, and I I traded for him, and then I yeah. So I've had him from training level. I showed him training level. I showed him in the four year olds, and now he's shown through I two and getting ready for Grand Prix. That's super. Yeah, it's exciting. Out of, out of the two, between Snoopy and Holiday, who was more difficult for you? Or were they both pretty you know, gent- good gentlemen? How, they're, they're so different because Snoopy is a worrywart. He gets freaked out if he thinks mm-hmm. he's not doing it right. And Holiday, like, you have to motivate to want to do it right. <laughs> like, he's not bad. He's not trying to not do it. Yeah. He's just, like, sleeping. Dangle All the time. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. And you have to, like, every day say, all right, wake up. And then we go. And Snoopy's like, you have to calm him down. Yeah. You're, you're doing all right, Snoopy. You're, you're doing it right. You're doing it right. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. And Belly. I haven't, I haven't heard about Belly. Okay, so yeah. Belly, um, Belly actually is a horse that came to me, and she's already been, she was already trained. Okay. So Elise came to me wanting to put her in training, and she, I don't think that she had shown pre-St. George, but she knew all of this stuff. I was riding her, and normally when I get a horse that, you know, is a little bit older that has some training. Mm-hmm. They're more, they're difficult for me to ride because the horses that I ride at that level, I've ridden for a long time, yeah. I've ridden for years. I know them really well. So it was, belly was, was different for me in that she knew the tricks, but I had to just kind of get to know her. Mm-hmm. And it was just time that it took for me to get to know her. But I had said to the owner from the very beginning, from when I sat on her, I was like, this is a really, really special horse. Yeah. And she was like, really you think? And I said, yeah, this is a really, really nice horse. I said, you know, I, I'm very happy to ride her for as long as you want me to ride her. Yeah, she can stay. <laughs> yes, she could stay for as long. So that very next year, so I ended up showing her, like showing her pre-St. George, a green pre-St. George, and the next year took her down to the CDIs in Wellington, mm-hmm. um, in the small tour. So that's pre-St. George and I won in the I won freestyle, and she had multiple wins. She had um, scores over seventy um, almost every time. And she did great. She was super competitive. She qualified for the festival, but we didn't end up going. And then what else did Belly do? Oh, she went to regionals. Mm-hmm. And she was, I think, second in pre-St. George and I won. There was always this horse along at, in the Wellington season, this stallion, that he'd always beat us. Yeah. Like, barely. He'd always beat us. And I'm like, I really want to beat Five Star. I really yeah. want to beat Five Star. So then I actually ended up breeding a, a different mare to five star. <laughs> You're like, well, if you can't beat him, join him. Right? Exactly. That's what I thought. I was like, well, if you can't beat him, then I might as well use it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what, and when is that one due? Next year? Then? Uh, no, uh, in a month. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Super. 
Yeah, that would be funny to breed belly. No, we, did, we didn't breed belly to find, but it's really funny because we bred belly to a stallion called Ibiza, mm-hmm. which it's hush-hush still, but the baby was born and it's a beautiful cult. And I know, but Elise is like scared to announce it. She's just like, you know. Yeah. What color is it? Chestnut. The, so she had extra of that stallion that we bred mm-hmm. belly to. And so I, I bought it from her and I bred another mare. And the mare didn't take. So that's why I picked five stars. So you've had many different accolades in the saddle. Which one that you've won has been the most meaningful to you? <laughs> the most blood, sweat, and tears into. The Nations Cup was a huge thing that I did. It, it was with the team riders. You know, mm-hmm. it, it was with other... All of, the, all of the people on that team have ridden on previous teams for mm-hmm. the U.S. I would say that was probably one of the best experiences that I've ever had and competing. That was with Snoopy or Holiday? That was with Declare. Or with Declare, yeah, okay. Yeah, that was Declare. with Declare. So it was like, it was just a... A really unique experience to be riding with Stefan Peters and Adrian Lyle and yeah. uh, Catherine Bateson and be ride like, you know, watching them ride. Yeah. For, like for, for your team, for you. And you're like, so and you're, I'm on yeah, their team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're, you're watching them and you're like cheering them on. Like we're all on a team together. It was a really, really fun experience. And then when I took Declare and Einstein to festival, I think in... I think that also would have been 2019. So maybe it was 20... It was 2020 that I did the Nations Cup. Okay. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, it was 2019 that I did the festival with Declare and with Einstein. And Einstein was fourth in the I-1 championship, and Declare was reserve in the Grand Prix championship. So that was also a great experience, mm-hmm. because I'd worked all year showing them, you know, in the international shows and the CDIs to be able mm-hmm. to qualify for, for the festival, and then took them up to Lamplight, and, did, and they did so well. And then another memorable competition was taking uh, Unico up to Kentucky and the Nationals oh, at the Grand Nationals. Prix. Yeah. yeah, and that was a long, long time ago. That was pre-baby? Oh, yeah. Way pre-babies. <laughs> Way pre-babies. Yes. So maybe in, probably in like 13. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah a long time ago. With her two young children, James and May, Anna balances a busy work and life schedule with the help of a village, her husband, and family. Her children share in life at the barn and spend time with the horses almost as much as she does. Well, this year you were kind of busy. Yeah. Yeah. Little May. Yeah. Speaking (laughs) of, how do you manage a full-time training business? With and the babies? two children, young children. I have a lot of help. Yes, I have, my husband helps. My my mother, uh, my mother-in-law lives down here in the same um, development that my parents bought a house. So, so they like can that. go back and forth between grandparents. Yes, house? that's pretty useful. Yeah. That's that's so yeah, it's great. And my mother-in-law is great. She like she jumps to do anything on the weekends. Both kids, one kid, other kid, whatever she whatever we need her to do, she's so helpful. And then so the so the kids have two grandmas and a grandpa, you know, looking after them and, and a mom and a dad. So it, it's still very busy with very that many busy. people, but very. it's, um, but it works. And named little baby James, how old is he? He's three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. And May is, May is, is four months. months. I would say she's not even six months old yet. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> so how do you, how do you prioritize your day between get up and get the kids going or 
yeah. Right. So get I get up, I get the kids going. May May comes with me. Okay. So I get up and James and I get little James ready for school mm-hmm. and uh, get them fed and everything. Do my routine. Big Big James, my husband. Yeah. He feeds the horses like typical routine. He feeds our horses at home. Uh-huh. Get the kids going. And then I take May with me to work, and my mom meets me at the barn, mm-hmm. and she watches May while I ride and teach. Oh, and then if I go home, like, luckily, you know, May can't, May, May is very, she can't walk it. <laughs> so if I have to, you know, have her when I'm teaching lessons, it's no problem. If she yeah. gets fussy, I just put a bottle in her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> She's fine. <laughs> now, is your, was your husband a horsey at no. all? No. No. And he, and he has learned. Yep. I've met, I've met him husband. in Ocala. Um, but uh, he's a total animal person. Oh, he absolutely Yes, he absolutely loves all animals. So he's learned to become a horse person. Oh, yeah. Horses, dogs, goats, <gasps> cats, have you ever anything. Him, have you ever gotten him on a horse? Oh, yeah. He rides Donnie. Oh, randomly sometimes that's awesome yeah and he gets up there and he's super tall he's six six and he gets up on so you know your kids are gonna be very tall they're gonna be monsters i feel bad because you're them. like are you six i'm six foot, yeah. six foot yeah. they're gonna be huge maybe, maybe baby james will be a basketball player I know. <laughs> anybody that sees him is like he's three and a half he's huge i was like i know yeah i know oh my goodness so what does the future look like for you guys any exciting any in terms of what? In horses, the horses, plans, or? anything new and exciting that you got coming up? You know, uh, the the horses that I have coming up, it's really fun because a lot of them are just coming into the Grand Prix work. Like, a lot of them. Um, Belly, uh, Holiday. I have another horse, another new horse to me that I'm riding named Firefly. And then I have Cynthia's horse. Duval, that's, you know, they're they're all... Big guy. Yeah, they're all coming up to doing Grand Prix work. So it's, it's very exciting. It's a lot of work for me to have to go from horse to horse and they're all different mm-hmm. but doing the same stuff have you started pony hunting yet uh, no everybody asks me that no 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 soon. soon you know it takes a while to find that good pony well true but how about the people that currently have a good pony you know those kids will be out Grow, and yeah. then it'll be old just, just keep, keep and they'll an want to get it. rid of it For like dibs yeah exactly dibs on your pony <laughs> we saw this adorable pony um, at the last WEC show and I was like Oh, dibs on that pony, and then and then it bolts in the oh, arena, and the like, little kid mind. falls off. Never no, mind. no, that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I felt so bad for the little kid. I know, poor kid. You're like, I know how that feels. I know, I've been there. I know. <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you so much for meeting with this us. This was today. great. I really appreciate yeah. it. Well, I love the feed. Thank I you. love the feed, and the people are so help- yeah, yeah. The people are so helpful and great. Um, Yeah, I love working with you guys. Thank you. We're happy to have you on the team.